You are listening to You Can Do It with Bree Pruitt, the pep talk podcast for all the things we struggle with. I am Bree Pruitt, and uh, the podcast is is sort of canceled this week. We are doing something a little bit differently um, because this is a space where I am not typically overtly political, um, but the uh, you know history unfolding around us, I think, demands that we take a pause and acknowledge it and um i really wanted to you know provide my you know little platform all you good and gentle people listening with some resources um and some actions so that's what we have done today uh the guest i had scheduled for the show is an incredible comedian but also a former political organizer and i think comedians have a lot of leadership, you know, you, you get comedians like Trevor Noah. Um, I always say that um, a lot of times people look to comedians and really hold them accountable for the most part. Sometimes in it takes a lot of time and a lot of women complaining about them. But usually comedians are held accountable because they speak for themselves. They write their own material and then they they spit it. They say it on stage. So um, I, I really look to leaders right now and Jenny Yang is um, a leader who I've known for a long time she's um, incredibly smart and has a lot of training about how to be an effective citizen how to be a political organizer and so I thought she'd be a great person to offer all of y'all some help Um, so some of you yeah so a lot of things are being canceled in my life Um, there are you know shows being canceled and I, I'm sure like um, a lot of people are experiencing a, a curfew, perhaps where you live in. I live in Glendale, California, where Glendale, California had an hour earlier curfew last night. Uh, Glendale absolutely untouched as far as I've seen uh, by any kind of protest or, you know, absolutely no vandalism that I'm seeing. But these, uh, you know, the rich folks in Glendale, they, they took their precautions and, and complained to their city commish. Um, so. There, there are um, people are feeling the, you know, the sort of the state responses to um, political protests. And if you are not a, a political person, I, I happen to know some people who listen who kind of think of themselves as apolitical. Um, I am here to tell you that, you know, that is a privilege. You've had a, a, a good life where you aren't in a marginalized group that is systemically targeted um, by system systems like the police. And there have been, you know, civil rights movements, movements throughout the years to right this injustice, this, you know, systemic wrong. And right now, I think we would characterize that as the Black Lives Matter movement. And because it's heating up, it's important to... Um, to participate as a citizen who believes in equality. And I think, um, I, you know, Jenny, we were talking about kind of what we wanted to talk about. And I, you know, I say that I think of the people who are listening to me right now, if you are hearing my voice, I think of you as probably an empath. I think of you as probably a sweet, sensitive person. And I think that if you are witnessing horrifying things, if you're participating um, in any kind of protest, you're probably a bit run down at the moment. You're probably needing to process things out of your emotional body. And I, um, 
I hope that we can provide you in this episode with some, you know, ways kind of to continue to do action, to continue to not get exhausted. Um, so Jenny was great. She brought a, a lot of points to kind of the fourth, the four, um, the forethought, the, the forefront of my mind. Um, yeah, I mean, one thing I really liked, she, she kept, you know, show up imperfect. And I've seen this um, in some online resources that I've seen too. Show up imperfect, show up um, where you are, um, and, and do your best. And she really, um, you know, I think I, I, I am um, uh, an ally, right? So I'm showing up in allied spaces. Um, and there's this this piece to sort of um, political action, which is you you come to it as your own identity, right? So um, I am a mixed woman who is white presenting, but I am Asian and white, and I and I'm Korean American, um, and. I, my identity is part of how I participate in this stuff because also if I went to a protest, I would, I'm mostly white presenting. So I need to participate the way a white person would, which is to, you know, recognize that the police are going to not be as violent toward me. Um, even though the police are firing on all kinds of peaceful protesters, um, currently firing rubber bullets and tear gas, um, on all kinds of peaceful protesters. And that is true. But, um, yeah, so that, that's how I would conduct myself differently. Um, today I listened to a, uh, city commissioner meeting, um, to discuss, um, basically the police and the police budget in the city of Los Angeles where I live and all these people, it was incredible. Y'all, all these people showed up for this zoom meeting and I, there was too many people. There's only 500 people who could attend the zoom meeting and the city did not have its act together with zoom did not have a paid account, honey. So we had to watch the Zoom meeting via Instagram Live. Uh, there are a few people I know in LA that are kind of prominent, um, you know, organizer types. And so Pickles the Drag Queen, shout out Pickles Drag Queen, um, had their IG Live and I watched their feed the whole time. And I got to six hours of public complaints to the city commissioners who, you know, I'm, I'm also new to, to, you know, being a, an active citizen. And I, this is the first, uh, LA city commissioner meeting, certainly that I've watched before. And, uh, the city commissioners, they just sit there and I didn't know they, they dealt with the budget for the whole city. Damn city commissioner. That's a big job. So the city commissioners right now are trying to give 54% of the budget, honey, to the police. I'm telling you right now, they have plenty of dough. They have the most high-tech equipment. I mean, we, you know, uh, it's, it's of course, very complicated, folks. And, you know, I just am seeing state-sanctioned violence, right? And we want these people, we want the budget to be serving, you know. And so... I don't, I don't want to buy weapons with 54% of the budget. So we go to this meeting. I, I watched the meeting. I watched six hours of this meeting. People are talking about all their experiences. And it was, it felt really great to listen. It felt really great. I felt like that was my role in that meeting. I didn't have anything to say to these city commissioners, but I sat there and listened to people who've lived in LA for 20 years and, and experienced uh, police brutality, police violence, all those 20 years. I listened to people who just moved to the city. There's a lot of white people, honey. Oh, shit. A lot of white people making comments, um, not uh, unnoticed, which, you know, 
this is a tricky thing. You know, I'm, 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 I'm a, I'm a mostly white and, you know, sometimes I think, okay, I should be taking up this labor. Right. But actually if it's a voice thing, you step back and then you just listen. So, uh, there was black lives matters, um, leaders speaking out in this meeting. There was, um, God, comedians, just people I knew that were chiming in that had opinions to say, and really were just like, kind of just nutting up and saying like, Hey, I pay your fucking taxes and don't tear gas me when I'm exercising my first amendment. And it was, God, it was so amazing. And it also kind of was great because it was on zoom. So I could attend, um, while I was at my day job. Hey man, you know, I give the day job a lot of my time and energy. I can give them about, you know, 75% on a Tuesday when I'm trying to be a citizen. So that's, that these are, these are, um, these are things we can do to feel more empowered in our community. Um, when we see horrendous, horrendous evil in the world, I believe this, I believe this. So, uh, listen to, uh, Jenny when she says that, you know, if you are a person who is an ally, find the leaders and find the people who are going to get you the right information and uh, be discerning, you know, be thoughtful about who those people are. Make sure they're vetted, okay, because there are people who are pff, extremely um, problematic who have been kind of in those leader places. Um, Sean King is someone who it was pointed out to me it does not have necessarily who has not acted um, in the interest of um, you know distributing donations and things like that. So be discerning. Um, the people that Jenny shouts out on the episode are Rachel Cargill and Ijoma Uluo. Um, I had I, those were man she really called out some great people. I was also going to call them out, but um, other people I would say is W. Kamau Bell is um, a wonderful comedian, but he's also a great resource. And Hari Kondabalu, who um, they had a podcast together when Trump got elected and it really got me through. <laughs> They're uh, really sharp dudes who have just a great um, perspective on a lot of, a lot of things like that. Um, yeah. Um, I will try to, you know, continue to amplify. So if you follow me, um, I will continue to do that. I hope that you are all doing the same thing. Um, I want also want to give you guys a, a, a tiny baby pep talk, um, just to, to all the good and gentle people. Um, I just spoke to Sarjun on the phone, my, my guest from two weeks ago on the podcast, who's a dear friend of mine. And, um, she was protesting all day. God bless her. And I, um, I think she, you know, she was exhausted. She was on her feet. She's probably walked it, you know, five miles, 10 miles. I don't know what a lot of miles is, but cause a lot of miles is a lot to me because I'm short and my legs are short and I'm fat and I don't, I'm, I'm just not good. Um, in a, in a, in a, ground cover kind of way I'm very sturdy like I could you know like if on a survivor challenge like I can't move fast but I can sure like hold a brick for nine hours or something um there we all have different kind of physical gifts um so Sarah and uh her boyfriend her her tiny and and lean and lithe um went and protested god bless them god bless all you protesters and she came home and she was so exhausted and we were talking on the phone and she said like I just I don't know what to even do with myself now because how crazy to downshift from, you know, there's so much, um, 
there's so much, uh, you know, a, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Just um, tension in the air at a protest, right? Because there's these these violent police. You know, the whole the whole premise of the protest is that the police are violent. And they're right there, and they've got their riot gear on, and um, you're you're just there because you think the institution needs to examine the way it it um, you know systemically targets a, a racial minority. So there's tension, there's tension in your body, it's stressful, there's anxiety. And then you come home, what are you supposed to do? Do your dishes? That doesn't seem, you know, there's the, the, the tension of it all, you know, there's no, there's no release. I think people are feeling so exhausted because they are feeling this hypervigilance to violence that they see on social media and on the news. You hear, uh, you, you won't, I have good microphones, but there are helicopters over my house all the time. My jaw is uh, throbbing <laughs> every day. And it has been for a while. I, I have a teeth grinding problem, I believe. It's, it's too bad. It's a sign of the times. All is to say, um, I do believe that the new normal, for now, looks like this. It looks like being a citizen, showing up for this movement, believing what you, you know you believe you know, and, and doing that action, doing these direct actions that Jenny is talking about when you can. And then transitioning into being the human that you are when you are not, when you have the privilege, right, to step away from this active, direct acti- actions as a citizen. And the human part of you is the animal part of you that has a purpose that you have um, desires and wants and dreams. And our leaders are supposed to be building a world for us to just be those people. We created a goddamn society. We picked it out. We went to the store and we were like that and that and that. And let's make a society built on that and that and that. And we did not do the best job. (laughs) We were not specific enough. The specifications did not carry into the nuance of uh, the the century that we live in now. Um, So I hope and pray that every human who is listening is taking good care of themselves, as always. (laughs) I'm always praying for that. But specifically to remember that these systems are only were only ever designed to you know they should be designed for us to thrive in so trying to connect to the piece of yourself that would thrive if these systems would get out of our goddamn way is essential to keeping the fire of your of your little spirit going of your big spirit going honey I've heard you have a really big spirit. I hope that makes sense. Um, and I hope that this is useful. Jenny talks a lot about in the podcast, um, uh, our interview that she's really holding off to speak and to, t- you know, kind of take her place at the table, which she has a, you know, great platform. She has a lot of, uh, people who look to her and Jenny. Oh, great follow. Holy shit. Jenny Yang TV. You got to follow Jenny Yang TV for the info. Um, she talked, she would talk, wait, she talks about waiting to say something until you have something to say. And today I, you know, I try to say something and I, I hope it's useful. 
if you have any requests, um, you know, reach out. I think that, um, yeah, that's my, that's my job. <laughs> I think that's my job in this. I am short and fat and I might not, I might be able to get to a protest this week. I, I will see. Um, but I am also, um, in my thirties and I am organized. So I am donating money and sending emails. It's all, um, it's all about where, where you can help. And I, I truly hope you're all helping and I hope you're keeping yourselves strong so that you can do that help. Without any further ado, I welcome my guest for this very special episode and I hope we have them back to um, do a real pep talk real soon. Ladies and gentlemen, Jenny Yang. Uh, welcome back to You Can Do It with Bree Pruitt. I'm joined in a very special episode. Um, usually I, I invite a guest on and support them. Um, I've asked a guest to help support me and help uh, get information out to our listeners. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Jenny Yang. Hi. Hello. Hello, How Jenny. Are you? Good. Um, how can me and my listeners show up for you before we go any further? Um, I've known you for a long time, but hit me with those credits and those socials. Girl. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I am online all the time. I love chatting with everyone. A very online person, Jenny Yang. I am. I, I tell people I'm an internet person, man. I mean, I make friends from the internet. I cause, I cause trouble on the internet. It's fun. Um, at Jenny Yang TV is going to be my username for everything. Uh, J E N N Y Y A N G TV. I'm on Twitter all the time. I'm on Instagram. I sometimes try to remember there's still people on Facebook. Um, I've been dipping my toe into TikTok. Listen, we're just trying to stay up with 2020. Oh, you taught me how to do the TikTok dances. You got to slow them down. Yes. And learn and them. reverse it. Mm -hmm. And it's, and it's good for 30 somethings to know how to learn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Once you hit 30, you got to need, you got to get instruction on how to do the cool things resources to learn platforms. So um, you're a very online person and, and you are a very funny person. You're a very funny oh, comedian. Thank you. And I know before you started comedy, you were a community organizer and yeah, you're still a political organizer, a political mm -hmm. organizer. Okay. And you still organize people all the time. Cause I see it yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, if people don't know who I am, I'm a stand-up comic. We met through that, you know, I yeah. used to tour all around the country, independently producing shows uh, focused on Asian American, mostly female comics. And I was like, who is this Brie Pruitt? Yeah, I reached uh, right out. You did. You're like, uh, I might not look like it, but I'm Korean. <laughs> Just so you know, I'm Korean and I'm really funny. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm more funny it. than I am Korean. That's the confidence. <laughs> As promised. I love it. Yeah. So um, you know, prior to being a comedian, though, uh, my first career was just, man, die hard, true believer, political kid, you know, like I was yeah. a student government nerd, I, I, I learned leadership was the way to go. But then once I got to college, I learned that leadership is just a tool for something I didn't know what I was using it for until mm. college, I got activated. You know, I care about social justice and that was it. I mean, when everyone else was confused about what their major was, it was a foregone conclusion. I would major in poli sci and policy. I would work in politics. So eventually I went to grad school and I, and I went to, and I worked at a labor union, the Service Employees International Union. We represented uh, public employees, the largest, uh, it's a, one of the largest unions in the country. 
and um, I rose up very quickly in my 20s to become a director and I burnt out and so you know fast forward to now I somehow decide that like life is short I got to just you know honor my creative spirit <laughs> I think there is and, such a fine line between I, I mean leadership is leadership girl you know you you remain a leader you're talking to people in a microphone instead of a bullhorn and yeah. I I, I really stand your leadership qualities. Oh, thank you. In any role you take. I didn't mean to interrupt, but go no. on. No. But anyway, the point is, is I'm here because, you know, even though I'm, I work in comedy now, I still think of myself and I've been able to have a career because I yeah. think of my work as an organizer, which is I'm not a marketer. I'm not, you know, trying to get an audience. I organize people to think about things I want them to think about and feel, you know, right? So whether that's through videos that I used to make, try to, to try to go viral or whatever, or um, stand-up comedy or things I make, it's like, that's, I know that that's my purpose is to try to see more of the values that I care about in the world. Now, whether or not that's like through comedy, then let's do it. But, but yeah, like I have access now to people in Hollywood. I have access to great people like you who are fellow comedians. And so when I care about something, I like to see myself as an organizer of those people, you know, putting these resources to work. And it seems like in every so. situation you get in, you're, you're applying these resources. And that's why I wanted to have you on so that we could talk about resources in this moment. Um, it is June 2nd and this podcast will be going out tomorrow, June 3rd. I cannot believe it is June. Holy fucking shit. Um, I know. Halfway, th halfway through the year, yeah. just like that. Yeah, Pandemic. Absolutely. In a blink of an eye. Done. Truly. Um, so, yeah, we live in Los Angeles, which is yeah. um, a very tense place to live um, at this moment where protesters are being met with violence, um, straight up state sanctioned violence. And yeah, um, unprovoked, so, unprovoked violence, unprovoked, peaceful people being um, truly, truly just um, injured and abused by the police. Um, so. That's a situation that we're dealing with. We're dealing with, um, you know, the death of, of black folks at the hand of the police um, without any accountability. And we are kind of deciding as individuals what we're going to do and how we're going to show up um, to that. I have um, white relatives. I have Asian relatives. Yep. I have yep. um, friends, of course, and loved ones of all races. And... I tend to, I, oh boy, there's, it's like, where do we even start? There's so much to say. I wrote, the notes I wrote down were, I think it's kind of, you know, for, from where you are, where you have studied policy, you studied, um, you know, political sciences and, and how change happens. And yeah. for me, I, you know, I'm, I'm like, I would consider myself a socially political comedian, right? I'm talking yeah, about course. gender. Yeah. I'm talking, you know, about yeah. those things in a less I don't want to say less politicized way, but I always feel less comfortable talking about um, sort of the, the, the brass tax politics of situations because my right. understanding is more of a social understanding. Um, so there's this work that people need to do to understand kind of anti-black racism and, and racism itself. And then there's this other kind of prong, which is, you know, I'm hoping, you know, some learning that you can share with me, which is how to be an active citizen, right? And how, right, to, how right. to start exercising your political clout as a citizen. So yeah. Um, yeah, so maybe we can start with the 
understanding part and sort of the journey part. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. I mean, whoever's listening right now, I think, I hope that because you listen to Brie, you're already paying attention, right? And if you're paying attention even a little bit right now, you should be devastated. Like literally, if you're not devastated, right? If you're, if you're not heartbroken right now, then you're not paying attention. You know, Um, I was just thinking about my like probable listenership and I was like, who are they? And I'm like, they're empaths, but I don't know. Sometimes I think people get stuck in the emotional, you see someone die. Yeah. There's a lot of trauma to that, you know, vision. And if you're a very sensitive person, maybe you get stuck there and right you know, pushing through that means not centering your own feelings, frankly. Yes. So, so that's, that's a great point. I'm going to give you a rundown of, of, I think where the activists are, uh, the black activists who are leading the way are talking about what everyone needs to be doing this moment as allies. I'm Chinese, Taiwanese, American. I was born in Taiwan. I am an immigrant myself. I came to this country when I was five. I identify as Asian American because it's a political designation. Asia doesn't truly exist. We all are in very different countries. But in America, it matters because people see us all as one thing and politically it's a designation. And as Asian American, as a non-black person of color, Um, It is very important right now for us to not feel like we have to solve everything immediately. So there's the emotions. Obviously, I'm doing so much to process the emotions um, and it sucks. Like, I think it's we're, we're dealing with the pandemic. Everyone was already feeling depressed and anxious. And now we're dealing with this sort of like welling up of all of this emotion and anger toward a system that I think is all connected with, I think also the the feelings I had about the unjust system we had even under the pandemic, because the very black people who are disproportionately and indigenous people who are disproportionately the ones dying from this, they're suffering from a system that doesn't take care of them. And so um, these same people are now being brutalized and have been brutalized uh, by the police. And so I think the heaviness is there and, and, and we just got to deal with it because yeah. right now, black activists, black people need us. They need us. I mean, obviously not to lead the way or center what we need right now, but they need us to help what they need. And so what I love is everyone is sharing. If you haven't seen it, you'll see a, a pattern. Everyone is sharing. This is what you can do to be an ally. Number one, process your emotions. Don't do it with black people. Number one. Don't ask black people to do emotional labor on what they're processing. You know, if, if you're going to be interacting with black people right now, please feel free to only add to their life rather than subtract. Ooh, that's questions. a beautiful pull quote right there, girl. <laughs> add to their life. Do not take their energy. Yeah. Literally, like, you know, think about what happens when anyone is grieving. If someone is grieving, you give them food, you give them space, you send them flowers, you delight their day. Okay. And you so, don't ask them what, what you can do for them. Usually. No, I mean, you usually that's try not, not to, no, try not to, because you don't want to put the onus on them to tell you what they need. Right. Right. Maybe like just make offers if they say no. Also, if you make offers and they don't respond at all, I always like to say, this is like what also when I have friends who are grieving for other reasons, I'm just like, listen, I just want to tell you, I'm thinking about you. I could offer you these things. I also understand if you don't have the energy to reply to this text, just know that I'm thinking about you, period. So to me, I feel like that's like a good best practice for just on a day-to-day basis. How do we support the black people in our lives right now? 
Um, I'm about to schedule. I'm gonna figure it out. I think I'm gonna start doing some like drop-offs because there's like no traffic. It's like so yeah. easy to like drop off food these days, True. you know. So I think I might like. I, that's how I show love is through cooking. So I want to like make something. I'll figure it out, and I'm gonna do like a little like around the city drop-off to my black friend. I love it. When I was in Portland, we did care packages um, yes. for black community members when um, shit was getting really rough. And it was, um, I donated a bunch of weed because I had a bunch of weed. Listen, you know what? We all play different roles, Brie. These are we all bring, we all offer different gifts and strength. Yep. Love is love, baby. <laughs> yeah. So, so I think that's number one. And then number two, this is just me and, you know, other people can, can do, uh, to do what they wish. The, the second thing is find the people that, you know, can keep you informed about what is happening so that you can join in. Right. So the thing I do is I, you know, I, I get a lot of notifications because I, I would get a lot of notifications if I had it turned on because I'm on the internet all the time and I have a number of followers. But so generally I literally turn everything off. I don't even get Facebook messenger messages. I don't get anything except maybe like texts and phone calls. That's literally how I live. So I don't know how you live, but I like to zero in laser focus how I'm going to get information, especially if there's something happening like this right now. So what I did was I uh, changed my notification so that Black, Black Lives Matter Los Angeles or whatever chapter that's in your city, um, I'm only getting their alerts. Does that make sense? So like, yeah. to me, to me, that's helpful. You know, you don't have to be like me where I'm plugged into maybe other networks where they'll like text me or email me be like, hey, Jenny, we're going to do a thing. Literally, all you have to do because BLM, Black Lives Matter, will send out, right, alerts for, like, what's the thing that's going to happen today, yeah. right? And so I, that's what I would recommend communication-wise. And then if you go around, you'll start seeing that there's, a, there's, like, different lists of, like, people who are, like, resources or experts. Start following more people in your social media. Yeah. Take, take a stock of your, of your, like, your diet, information diet, right? Yeah. Are you, you know, try to change it up so that you're also getting a mix of black voices in your feed. Do you want to drop some names? Let's drop some names. Um, yeah, Rachel Cargill is Cargill good. I was just going to say Rachel Cargill. Yeah. yeah. Rachel is really, because Rachel really is good about using their own voice as a resource for allies and for white people. Um, I love Ijoma Oluo. We yes. know Ijoma's from the Northwest. Ijoma's a friend. Um, her books, we want to talk about race, is amazing. It's like a just primer out, for right? everything. It came out like a year or two ago. Oh, okay. She's writing her second book right now. It, it must be having a moment because um, I see no, it all it's over researched. the internet. Yeah. Yes. It, I, oh my God. Shout out. I need a, I, I hope Ijoma knows this, but I subscribed to Goop because I was doing a show that was making fun of Goop and the email newsletter. And they straight up at the end of their Black Lives Matter support email quoted Ijoma. I'm like, oh, Ijoma is in Gwinnie's Goop email newsletter. What One of those happening? interns at Goop is woke. I know. So, so Ijoma is great. I J E O M A O L U O Oluo. So, um, follow her. She's really great at, especially in speaking. She uh, she's mixed race, black, uh, white, and black, and she is really amazing at knowing how to talk to allies and people uh, about um, things that they might not get. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So she's, she's very, really skilled uh, at that. Poetic. Um, and poetic. And, and also shares makeup tutorials, which 
Oh my God. It doesn't hurt. She blesses us. She blesses us with a shimmery shadow. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I think those two are great, but That's then obviously great. your local Black Lives Matter chapter. Yeah. Um, and then I would say the third thing, if I were to just boil it down so that we don't get too long winded, these are the top yeah. things is, um, donate money if you can, if you can't put your body on the line. So, um, donate resources, whether that's your money, your time or your body, right? So donating money, there's take, take the lead of black lives matter, Los Angeles. You can always donate to the, uh, the bail, uh, fund, right. To help people who are protesters get bailed out. Um, what I really love is also if you have the time, start seeking where, uh, you can, you can support a smaller organization that is also, you know, kind of vetted or legitimate, especially if you personally know, you know what I mean? Someone connected to it. I like doing that. Speak to that. Like, what is the, what do you see the value of that? Just being kind of more connected to it, like personally? Oh, just because I know there's so many good organizations that during these kinds of big flare-ups of very, uh, prominent, public events and crises there's the, a couple of organizations will emerge as the ones that everyone's like oh yes right go to that and donate to that and then you'll even notice like the minnesota freedom fund almost in, within the first two days already said even on their own social media was like we have enough money we need you to redirect that to these other organizations wow. in minnesota do you know what i'm saying it's just yeah. the way that virality and people's yellow goes. hammer had a moment for a second and i was like this oh is, i didn't even hear be. that <laughs> oh, well, I was just speaking to like, yes, when organizations have a moment and it's like, yes, they're, that's they probably get a not moment. representative. And um, I was, yeah, I was looking for organizations in other cities, Portland, there's the Brooklyn Bail Bond um, Fund. Yeah. And um, yeah. so, yeah, that's, so, that's great. So, yeah. So the, a way to think about it is like, you know, reading up on or, or exploring which, which are organizations that are doing reactionary work right? Like the bail detention, you know, the, the bail funds. There's also people who are doing the organizing work. So the, the local BLM chapters, right. And even other small, you know, there's other smaller youth organizing organizations or, or whatever. There's also art organizations that are really good that like focus on black communities. Like for example, in Minnesota, a friend of mine, Naomi Ko, who's a very funny comedy writer, she's actually based out of there. And she has and was is was on the ground, you know, helping to get information about what was happening. And so I trust her, and she knows so many of the local arts organizations and community organizations because Minnesota is relatively small. And you know, she said, "Hey, by the way, North Side Art Collective is a great organization that you should support. Who's smaller, but who's also doing the artwork? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, or whatever. You know, so." I feel like that's helped. And so, so I think also supporting, uh, you know, organizations that support black healing, right? So while there's a the reactionary stuff, while there's the organizing stuff, right? Yeah. We want to play defense, but then we also play offense. We want to support people. So there are, there are organizations that support black healing. Um, and it's good to look for that. So yeah, anyway, that's just the, the legal piece about. too, like people yes. who are raising money for lobby, you know, reasons or people yep. who are defense fund type things, which for sure, a little That's bit of the same. Element. Yeah. But I like to follow, I like to follow, you know, good, good grassroots organizations who might not get the main attention. That's great. These are great. Um, I don't want to take up too much of your time. Um, yeah. I, what I like about this is like, you know, I was kind of talking to you about the emotional piece and you're like, you know, just get active. And I love just that. do these small things. Yeah. Yeah. Just do these small things. Oh, and then, um, once you get a connected, probably the fourth thing is start talking to your family and friends, um, to make sure that they pay attention and, and s slowly try to activate them to yeah. also help out. 
You know, Jenny, you know? I feel like this amplify, you know, and I feel like people, you know, this, well, we're in, we're having Black Square Day today. And, you know, it's great for people to share that they support Black Lives Matter. Black squares are fine. I think that resources are more useful. And um, I hope that um, those resources are getting out there. But I think people are skipping a lot of steps before they get to the amplify part um, because they don't understand what their actions are. Do you know yeah, what I mean? No, like I don't, I don't, yeah, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it that way. I want people to yeah. feel like for me, I want people to feel like activism or just taking action. Let's not even call it activism. Activism yeah. is its own loaded word. You don't have to be an activist to take action because you care about something. And so it's so easy for you to take just like a small action. It could be emailing, you know, um uh an elected official, complaining about the the chief of police, like this is where it's it's fine to do the 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 sort of speaking out on social media part. It's just much it, it is just much more helpful for you to also commit to take an action besides sort of publicly stating that you support Black Lives right. Matter. I think that's I think that to me that's the simple way to put it. Um, and just to remember that there's a very unsexy part of actions that we really need you to take are not necessarily involved in protests, but on the day to day kind of governance and and, and and moments of intervention that actually affect policies that do affect affect black people. So for example, Black Lives Matter has had a long time campaign in coalition with other people in Los Angeles to push the people's budget because this is budget season for a lot of uh, counties and cities. And so, you know, there was uh, the process is starting. And so there was um, an email circulating around everyone was sharing, you know, in the context of what's happening during this crisis, boring ass emails, you can send three emails to like your local officials about please adopt the people's budget, defund the LAPD. You know, why is the LAPD only taking up 54, 54% of our 54%. LA city budget? 54%. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's pretty fucked up. One thing I didn't even know before this is that the um, budget was overseen by the LA city council members. I mean, yep. I, I really thought there was more like kind of citizen oversight and no. I guess really the citizen Technically, oversight. Technically that's supposed to be citizen Right. Oversight. They are citizen <laughs> oversight. So really the citizen oversight at this point is us emailing their asses um, For sure. and calling them. So that's, that's really great. Anyway. And, so it's just, that's the brass tax that you start to have to learn about, you know what yes. I mean? Of like what's helpful. Yeah. Um, this is great. These are great resources. Um, I'm going to link some other things and um, in my intro, I'll share some other resources I have, but I think this is a great jumping off point. Um, I think that your point about just showing up to be active in an active way as opposed to maybe a, a, a more sentimental way or, or a way that um, centers your, your feelings and your, and your um, experience is less valuable than just sending a damn email, paying, the, paying a donation to an organization that, that matches your values. Yeah, follow the lead of Black activists right now. They're strategic. Uh, Black Lives and they've Matter, already, they're strategic. They figured been doing it out. this work. Yeah. And yes. So all no you need to do reinvent is amplify, the wheel. Exactly. Amplify, tell, you know, do the, the tasks that they're asking everyone to do, which are usually very small and manageable, like yeah. emailing someone, calling yes. someone, yes. telling a friend or two about, you know, whatever. Okay, Jenny. Um, I really appreciate your time. Um, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to say um, a, just a tiny pep talk for you because I love you very much. I value your work. I want you to take all the time you need for your own self. I want you to 
process the 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 emotion all everything that people put on you i know that that's this we we postponed this <laughs> i knew that you were getting some emotional get, doing emotional labor for people because you're doing emotional labor on the on behalf of black people and that is valuable work um and <laughs> i don't know if i'm doing it on behalf of them but as an asian american i feel like uh i i, I do try to process and and communicate on things that are important yes, a leader a leader emotionally for your community. <laughs> Um, so eat whatever you goddamn well, please. I take away all, all guilt from eating. I remove, um, any obstacles that, that, um, prevent you from getting the sleep that you need. And, um, I also am inviting just spiritually all your people to check in on you, um, oh, because you deserve those, you. those, those check-ins too. Um, thank you so much, Jenny, for sharing your knowledge. And, um, I hope that all of my listeners come and support you and we can get back to being funny and always highlighting, um, the injustices with our art. Oh my gosh. Of course. And of course people can, can, can support me this week. I'm launching a new show online. Yes. It's called comedy crossing because because of the pandemic, I've been obsessed with the Nintendo Switch game Animal Crossing. Yes. And I decided, why not host a stand-up comedy show in the game and then broadcast it on a 500-person Zoom meeting so wow. that we could laugh about it live. And what you'll see are our little cute characters, but the audio is going to be our voices. And you spent all those bells to set up a comedy club? <laughs> You know what's up? Yeah, and we're all. We're, I think we're gonna sell out. It's it's a free Damn. show. Just register. All those leaf I know. I know. I know. That's Everyone, amazing. just register now. Comedycrossing.eventbrite.com. Comedy Crossing. Okay. I'm so excited. I don't think you understand. Like when I think about what brings me joy since the pandemic started, other than process, like you know, when I'm not processing the negative stuff. Oh, it's I just, also have been major Animal cute. Crossing. Really? Oh yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Saying, so just, I know this. Right. I know this. We, just pocket I, I, I camp. Posted about this. Right. Oh, just pocket camp. Right. I don't know why I'm at just some doing point, pocket though, camp. I'll that's okay. Run. At some yeah. point. At some point. No. Um. We're. I'm gonna book comedians who are funny who don't play Animal Crossing, and we'll just puppeteer their their bodies. Their Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that it. that'll happen soon. Go to Comedy Crossing for God's sakes and uh, escape into a world of sweet animal cuteness pears and peaches and and t-shirts and what we say i'm not going to promise is going to be cute and childlike but yeah. <laughs> what we say is going to be filthy and hilarious but <laughs> we will be so cute <laughs> while doing it um thank you jenny i'm uh so that welcome. was fantastic i really appreciate you yeah i appreciate you thank you for having me